members of the OG army. Get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon, and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Holy shit. Uh, say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July the 5th. It is a Sunday, and goddamn, pal, I feel like a car ran over me. Well, it turns out that's because that's what happened. Well, uh, viewers, oh, let me get the formalities out of the way. I see the OG armies forming up the chat box. Glad to get, have you guys here. Uh, well, with all that out of the way, uh, I'm glad to see you here, too. Uh, tell us your story, sir. I mean, not much of a story. I had a normal 4th of July going on, you know, grilled out, kind of hung out with the dogs, and then left to just run a couple quick errands, just pick a couple things up to uh, continue the celebration into the evening. Went, took a, uh, a left turn, and some idiot teenager ran a red light and T-boned my truck. Uh, so pretty much the back uh, passenger side quarter panels completely just destroyed. Got to, you know, spend the evening in the hospital because as a part of that wreck, luckily nothing ended up being broken. But my arms did go numb for a few minutes, so they wanted to, you know, run some tests on my spine. Which, you know, it's not like I have any issues with to begin with. Uh, yeah, no. As it turns out, you have lots of issues with your spine. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, first off, I'm glad to, that uh, pending more testing, you're okay. Uh, not, you know, like you're not dead. Cause that was one of the, one of the things I started worrying about. Uh, you know, we were hoping that you had just fallen asleep or you were taking a shit or fell asleep on the shitter or something like that. But when I didn't hear from you by the next morning, I knew something was obviously up. Uh, my guess had been car problems and your poor cell phone coverage. So I was actually kind of right. Just on the, on the real mild side of it. Yeah, that was, that was super fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. The um, part was, <laughs> Yeah. Part of that wreck, cell phone goes flying across the truck, ends up getting broken. So I had to go. And of course, hardly anything's open on a Sunday on a holiday weekend. So I just went and basically paid full price for a phone at a fucking Walmart that was open. So yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. And of course, the worst part about that is you had to go into Walmart. <laughs> so yeah, that was not fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that's some bullshit, man. Uh, obviously, your insurance is going to cover everything. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the thing is not much is going to happen to that kid. He'll get a ticket for running a red light. And that's about it. Yeah, it's not even that huge of a deal. You know, um, I'm assuming, you know, you think there'd be a lot more charges for that sort of thing, but from what I understand, uh, not so much. If nothing else is his parents that apparently did not instill in him to be a good driver, <laughs> at least their insurance is going to go through the fucking roof. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, you, you don't wreck out someone else's car. It probably didn't do his car any favors either, uh, and, and have your insurance stay the same. What was he driving? Well, he was driving some. It was a Lexus something. Obviously, I'm in a you know halfway affluent area. Yeah, right. some little Lexus. It folded up like a goddamn pancake. I think he <laughs> oh, was geez. okay. I didn't really give a damn if he was or not, but. The fact is, like, yeah, you have a teenager on an insurance policy and they pay out and it includes bodily injury because obviously mm -hmm. it'll be paying for an overnight hospital stay. Right. Yeah. Right. That's going to be a fucking nightmare. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of insurance, uh, I got a letter from Progressive 
you know, saying that I had to cho- uh, choose what kind of coverage I have because apparently they just changed that in Michigan. Uh, they said if you do nothing, you'll have uh, stay at the five hundred thousand, you know, whatever, whatever coverage that you have now. Uh, however, you can reduce the amount of coverage you have, uh, basically for what, exactly what you're talking about—the uh, bodily harm. Basically, if you have, if you have to cover someone else's medical insurance, uh, I, they change the law in, in Michigan that you can't ha- that you don't have to have like unlimited or or whatever it is. You can reduce the amount, and I could re- reduce the amount quite a bit, and and it would have taken like a good sixty or seventy bucks off my monthly uh, um, insurance. Uh, however, that didn't seem like a good idea. No, like everybody thinks that they're never going to have anything happen, but like when you do, you do not have enough insurance. Like you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I figured because you can have something be your fault through no fault of your own, so to speak. Yeah, you know? uh, there's, there's lots of lots of cases where someone now, obviously, in this guy's uh, case, he may he is completely his fault. Uh, but you never know when you're going to fucking be distracted or some shit like that. I'm pretty, he was probably doing something stupid, but it's possible to have that happen through no fault of your own. Your fucking kids next to you. He drops something, you know, he drops a flaming, uh, fucking something or another. You, there's all kinds of shit that can go down in a car that can distract you momentarily without it being your fault. But if that happens and you cream somebody, dude, you, you better have the fucking right insurance. Yeah. It's just one of those things. So like I have, so I have a combined single limit of a million dollars. I have a million dollar uh, umbrella policy that covers up and above on both like a, a car insurance policy and a home insurance policy. Like, I'm just not going to take any chances with that shit. Cause I don't want some crazy thing that happens that you may or may not totally be at fault for to just ruin you financially. It just doesn't seem yeah. like a good call. I wish I would have uh, like paid more attention to it because as soon as I saw what what I was talking about and said you do not have to sign this document if you want to if you want to not change anything I was like okay I don't want to change anything uh, but I kind of want wish I was uh, would have paid better attention so we could talk about it more because the uh, it was interesting you know like uh, the breakdown on it uh, well maybe maybe it'll let me back in again let me see uh, I don't think anybody wants to hear insurance talk for. For very no, long, no, okay. not for very long. I just thought, oh, I just changed my password. Never mind. I'm not gonna try to get back into it again. But I, it was just some interesting numbers. It wouldn't take too long. But I changed my password on it when I was doing something, and I can't remember what it was. So we're not gonna fuck with it. <laughs> uh, how was your hospital stay? That uh, is pain in the ass. I mean, is, yeah. is a hospital stay ever fun? Well, yes and no, but there are, I was more uh, referring to your quality of your hospital stay because I've been at a couple different ones and that can vary greatly depending on where you're at. Oh, it was a nice place. They treated me great. Like I have very good insurance, which would make sense because I work for an insurance company. You would but, think, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got, you know, wheeled in there. Of course, they start out with x-rays to make sure that like I didn't actually break my back, which would have been bad. Yeah. So nothing broken. Then they did the MRI. I got the results early this morning that, yeah, my fucking discs are still completely destroyed from like C7 to what, T2 or T3. Like that entire section is just pretty much fucked up discs. So as always, it will say, you know, if we will recommend surgery and I say no, and they let me go home. <laughs> oh, they were they were gonna they were gonna hook you up right there if you'd said yes, huh? Well, no, no, they wouldn't have immediately done the surgery. It's like they would have gotten you know my specialist and gotten it <laughs> scheduled and everything else. Like I could have really, if I wanted to work the system and I wanted a free goddamn surgery, I could have gotten it out of this. Right, right. But you but, didn't want the surgery in the first place. No, there's no goddamn way I'm doing surgery. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't blame you. Surgery sucks. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, I guess there are worse things than surgery. Um, when I was uh, going through the entire cancer thing, I, part of me was grateful, uh, even though it almost killed me that the procedure was just yanking something out of your body as opposed to like, you know, months and months of chemotherapy and radiation treatment and shit like that, making you sick for long, long periods of time. Uh, afterwards I realized that that's not necessarily true since I was fucked up for more than a year. <laughs> so, but I get, but it was a different sort of fucked up than, you know, uh, than getting chemo and, and radiation. So I guess in both of them suck, but I, but I was going to say there are such things worse than, uh, surgery and it pro- overall probably the chemo is worse than what I had to go through. If I had to guess. Yeah, it, it's the thing with me is like, there's, there's two things I don't really trust surgery on. I don't want. Mm-hmm something poke around with my spine mm. or my brain. Yeah. I like, do not like those blame the ones you. that I would put off as much as humanly possible. Unless there was something going on that was going to kill me, then yes, go ahead and operate. But like other than those two things, like th- when they eventually tell me, Hey, you probably need a new hip. I'll be like, okay, replace that motherfucker. Right, right, right. Those aren't seem like that's the sort of part. If they fuck it up as much as it sucks, you can, they can go back and fucking do it again. Um, you you don't get to make mistakes and stuff like the spine and the brain and and various things like that. Yeah, like I went through a couple minutes of not what well, is weird. It's like my my arms went numb. I could still like move them. There was just no like real sensation of anything going on. Right, right. So like I could almost kind of feel what it would be like to not have that anymore. And like, yeah, I don't want someone poking around my spine. Yeah. Yeah, and it can it can be way worse than just loss of you know like feeling tactical feeling tact tactile feeling. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, you know they fuck it up bad enough, and you just use lose the you just lose the use of them entirely. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't want to even put that on the table. Yeah, <laughs> there are variations of how things can suck. It can always be worse, apparently. Uh, but, so I'm glad that you're okay, relatively speaking. Uh, I'm assuming like within an, a, a week or two, you'll probably feel better from your bumps and bruises. Well, I'm just getting to the point now where everything's really starting to hurt. Oh, geez. So that's, they... it's going to be fun, like sleeping this week. But uh, yeah, so we'll see how all that goes. Did they yeah, give you anything for it? I mean, they offered painkillers, but again, like painkillers don't work on me up until you start talking about Oxy. And I'm not going to take that. Right. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm good. They're like, you sure like, we can prescribe you like Vicodin or something like that? I'm like, that shit doesn't work on me. So no. Well, not if you take a whole shitload of it, huh? No. Then I just, you know, call the doctor and say, hey, I've taken like seven Vicodin. They're not working. And they're like, uh, you might want to just like go pump your stomach. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's, uh, I guess you can only take too many of so many of them before it's dangerous. Well, that sucks for you, sir. Uh, hopefully, you're already having sleep, sleeping problems anyways. Uh, God, I'm having speaking problems today, more so than normal. Uh, but uh, so with your additional bumps and bruises, I guess it is going to be... Oh, how's your back, by the way? Well, obviously fucking terrible now. <laughs> I meant like the, uh, the previous issue you were dealing with. Well, like I said, absolutely worse now. Oh yeah, like, I, I was kinda... starting to come around. I was starting to get you know a few hours of sleep at night and was able to like try to get like at least an hour or two nap in at some point and be fine. But yeah, this is going to be a an interesting few days because that shit does not feel good. 
Oh, well, that sucks, man. Uh, so obviously you, you know, won't be lifting weights for a couple few days, I imagine. I was only getting back to doing some simple dumbbell stuff as it was. Yeah. Well, Jesus. And I hate that shit. Uh, there's nothing worse than working so hard to, you know, achieve your goals and then have to quit through not your own decision. I, I've had that happen a couple of few times, obviously. And it's very frustrating, you know, um, for, and for me, the additional problem with that is I'm a creature of habit. Um, I like to do the same things at the same time every day, you know, and so on and so forth. I need a schedule. Uh, I'm super duper lazy, but if I can force myself to get into something past a couple weeks to make it part of my routine, I feel weird if I don't do it. Uh, so that on top of the frustration of losing your gains always fucking drove me up a wall when I couldn't work out for like an extended period of time. Yeah, that shit just pisses me off. That's why even like when I was kind of laid up and couldn't do like normal lifting, I was still sitting there doing, you know, somewhere around like, you know, 300 reps with like a 20 pound dumbbell throughout the day of like lat raises and shit like that. Simple stuff I could do without having to really move. Right. I'll probably be doing that again. All right. Anything, anything you can do without activating the back muscles, basically. Pretty much while, while still trying to keep everything around it, like relatively stretched and strong. Right, it's nothing's right. worse than like to have the stuff that's holding you together anyway start to atrophy, and you're just an uh, old broken person. Yeah, yeah, and that's sad because you know I see old broken people at my work all the time. People that uh, because they're rich, not, not not necessarily super out of shape people or things like that, but as they got older, they didn't like do any of the maintenance that you need to do to keep yourself in shape. They just you know kept on doing whatever they were doing. And it's uh, pretty obvious that when they reach a point where it, their body is just not working for them anymore. Yeah. And to Jusher, no, I'm not getting a truck upgrade. Like for what they'll actually give me to total it out. I'll probably like, I could, yeah, buy something nicer and put some additional money in, but like, I might just wait a while. Uh, just kind of, kind of see what's going on. I didn't really drive that truck a ton anyway, but I guess it was a good thing. I was driving it yesterday. Yeah, that's awesome. No, my back injuries are not new at all. So from my C7 to like T2 or T3, I never remember how far it goes. Like I have severe herniation in each of those discs and it's all the one side. And I fucked that up doing jujitsu like years ago and it got a little better. And then I would do something that got way worse and it would get a little better and then it would get worse uh, but then I went and I did uh, some stem cell treatment and some other shit like that. And like, it was pretty goddamn good until just recently. I kind of tweaked it a little bit. It hasn't been that terrible. Like it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be even right now where I feel like shit. So it's still, I'd say I'm still probably about 75% better than I was when I was really dealing with it. Yeesh. Sorry, I'm smoking pot. Don't tell anybody. <clears throat> uh, and injuries in general just suck. I mean, uh, fuck. I haven't had to deal with that many bad ones, really. I've been lucky in that way. I don't count stuff like stabbings and shit like that as major injuries because, you know, they didn't kill me. Uh, but I've never, like, I don't think I've ever broken a major bone. Bro, I have, I have, I've had my nose broken a whole bunch of times, and I suspect I probably broke my toes at various points. But I've never, like, had a broken arm or a broken leg or anything like that. Um, no serious, serious stuff, really. Yeah, I've uh, definitely broken those several, several times. Broken my right hand a couple times. 
Um, blew out my left knee. Had a small shoulder surgery. Something to do with some fucking tendon or joint or something in there. And then obviously the spine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell and people broken that... ribs. I forgot about the broken ribs. Those were Ooh. the worst thing ever. Yeah, I can imagine. I tell people there was one advantage to being lazy and, and unathletic. Uh, I made it to my mid-40s relatively unscathed. Like, everyone I know has, like, you have your issues with your spine. I know tons of people that have issues with their knee or their shoulder or this or that. And when you ask about it, it's like, oh, I did this way back when. And, you know, now it's, now it's fucked up all the time. I'm like, well, I never did anything way back when. <laughs> so I'm actually in way better shape physically than a lot of the people I know. As weird yeah, as that sounds. They also had all those, you know, life experiences of doing awesome things and being in great shape and, you know, pulling eights and nines. Whereas, you know, well, you were kind I'm perfectly of happy now. So I, I ended up with a. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so but how act. the tables have turned. Uh, I have pulled. Yeah, it's. <laughs> well, I pulled a, wi- uh, a wife way above my pay grade. Anyone who's ever seen the pictures knows that. Um, so I, I feel like I'm winning in that regard. So, um, and I'm now I'm in better shape than most of the people I know. So, uh, maybe it was worth it. Never having any ladies in the back of the day and being unathletic and lazy as fuck. Um, I mean, uh, now, now I'm winning, right? Right. Tell someone, tell me I'm winning. <laughs> well, as long as you don't puss out and fail out of doing the rest of my programming, you nope. make it through I- that six months. Like you're. At that point, you're going to feel pretty good. And if you want, you can literally just start back on day one again. So it'll be long enough that all that stuff's going to help again. And I would say probably by two times through, you will figure out how to start programming for yourself. You'll be able to look at it and be like, okay, I want to structure these blocks. The blocks are generally a month long. I want to work on this. And then I want to move to that. The key, though, is anytime you're going to do programming, set up at least six months for yourself. Don't do that shit week by week or month by month because that's what fucks people up. Because hmm. oh, then they tend to lose track of how they should have it set up, I would imagine. If well, it's not it's all not set up that. It's just they, they either start doing the same thing all the time or like they see one lift starting to go up so they start just loading in things are gonna, that are going to help that one lift and then all of a sudden they start ah. losing the gains they had from other things. Right, Sometimes right. they just completely change things up like week to week and then that gets rid of the entire reason of me having you do like one type of thing for a month at a time. So, right. I, right. It's just things you learn. It. And I'm actually fairly excited about the, uh, my appointment August in August of the endocrinologist. Cause I'm hoping if nothing else, if he is able to help me out, out with things like that, that will increase my appetite among other things. Cause really that's one of the biggest problems I have. I'm just not hungry enough to put enough calories into me. And as, as much as I try to force myself, you can only do so much, you know, um, combined that with the fact that I can't eat that much. That makes it a little bit harder, but that's not the main problem. Really. I'd like to blame my, my IBS problems, but the biggest problem is I'm never really hungry. You know, part of that's having a stomach ache. It's hard to try to eat something if your stomach hurts, but even on the best of times, I have to remind myself to eat shit. It's just not part of my brain, I guess. I mean, like, I'll get super hungry. Don't get me wrong. I was goddamn ridiculously hungry on my way to home from work. But once I ate something, yeah, I was fine. And realistically, realistically speaking, it was probably way less than I needed to eat. Well, if nothing else, so you're going to go and you're going to end up being horse meat Jay. And you're going to start <laughs> seeing some, like, actual, like, gains that are come pretty quickly. 
and you're going to realize like you have to eat to keep that sort of thing going. So even right. if you don't want to eat, if you still aren't like driven to eat, like some part of your brain is going to be like, okay, well, I like seeing the gains I'm getting when I'm working out. I'm going to have to force myself to fucking eat. Right, right, and which is what I'm trying to do now, because as we mentioned, even though I haven't gained any weight, I'm definitely seeing improvements uh, after this is like week seven or something like that. So um, I'm definitely happy with the results such as they are. Uh, so I'm just hoping, but obviously that part of my brain doesn't do that. I know that I need to eat way more than I'm eating. It just doesn't happen. I mean, it's not, I know it's hard to explain. I realize it sounds fucking silly that, you know, just eat more, uh, but I can't. Fucking, I only eat so much and I can't put any more in me. It's just, you know, it's a weird fucking thing. I, 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 I don't know if it's a willpower thing. Some things I have really good willpower on, uh, but this, I, I just can't make myself eat after a certain point. Well, if you want to actually gain some muscle, you're going to have to. Yeah, I know. It's, it's something so I'm working on. whether that means finding like carrying around a bottle of fucking peanut butter or making those peanut butter balls I told you about or fucking hauling around a gallon of lactose-free milk something yeah. to where you're just pounding fucking calories even even if it doesn't seem like you're eating much like just adding shit to it have you figured out can you have mct oil i don't know i had i didn't think to look that up um i, I think we talked about that a while ago i kind of forgot um uh, let's look uh, <laughs> Is mct oil yes And if it's something you can have, you should get a bottle of that shit and basically add like a tablespoon or so to virtually everything you ever touch. Hmm. Because of the unique absorption of MCTs, they have been used to reduce intestinal irritation in patients with irritable bowel system. Oh my. <laughs> so it might actually be good for you, not just okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that is interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd have to read the entire thing. It's a uh, it's an article that says is MCT oil a miracle supplement or just another fad? But yeah, you know, Google gives you a little tiny like a one paragraph from the article to see if you're interested in that, and that's what the one article one paragraph was. And that's from foodandnutrition.org. So I guess that's probably a uh, a re reputable source. Uh, so I'll look into that more. That's reputable? the only thing about the only yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, but I'll I'll look into that because apparently it's uh, it might be good for me. Yeah, if it's actually good for you, like it is like it's very calorie dense. It's gonna add fat, like healthy fat, like things that you need. So yeah, with that, if you can have it, like literally every time that you go to eat something, or even when you drink your coffee, add a fuck tablespoon of that. Oh my. It'll add up throughout the day. Right. That might that sounds gross, but but I'll give it a try. Well, you just add it and mix it in. Like it doesn't have much flavor to it. Oh, okay, that's good. When you it's say oil, a little oil. Right, right. Well, uh, so when like you say if you oil, add it to the coffee gross. as you're yeah. drinking the coffee, be sure to stir it up before you take a drink. Right, right. Otherwise, you might just be drinking straight MCT oil because at some point it's going to separate from the water. But yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, my. Uh, I was talking with my boss about all this stuff, and uh, he's the general manager at a country club, so he's like the other uh, top guy. Uh, but in addition to that, he, as one of the ways he worked his way up through the country cup career was starting off as a chef. So he, you know, he still cooks at home and, you know, he knows about that sort of shit. And he was asking me what kind of things I can have and I can't have. And I ended up printing up a sheet for him before I went to lunch because he covers my lunches for me. Um, 
So I come back and, you know, he's going, oh, there's all kinds of stuff you can eat. He's pointing out all this stuff. He's like, yeah, unfortunately, when he says there's all kinds of stuff that I can eat, it's if I made it myself. <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff I can eat if I know what all the ingredients are. Like he was talking about, you know, having spaghetti or things like that. And because uh, he pointed out that I can have tomatoes. I'm like, yeah, I can have tomatoes. I can't have anything fucking else that you're going to find in like a tomato sauce or a pizza sauce or anything like that. Because uh, apparently there's lots of garlics and other spices that I can't have. But being a chef, he's like, oh, you just do this and this and this. You don't, you don't need to put that in there. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I appreciate the thought, but you got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, if it, it doesn't come in Chef Boyardee, then you don't know how to make it. Well, no, it's not that I don't know how to make it. I, I have barely have the fucking time to take a shit this time of year. I, I don't really have time to sit down and like make like a meal like that. Um we're looking, especially you'll know, sit down and make your own sauce and chip for the uh, spaghetti. Uh, I'm not that type of guy, even when I have time, really. But now it's just not realistic. Uh, well, no, that's where you take your day off and you set aside like three hours for food prep. And by making yeah. spaghetti, you basically make spaghetti for the week. That is true, actually. <laughs> uh, slice and then, and then you just have it. Right. Sly's asking about protein shakes and bars. I can't have most of them because most of them have something called whey concentrate, and that's not good for Jays at all. Uh, I can have whey isolates, but that's a lot rarer. So there's more protein powders than I can have than protein bars of that nature. As I just have to do research and get the the ones that I want. Uh, but it, for if I need something that, of that nature, I have those Huel drinks. Huel uh, drinks are healthier for you and have more more a more balanced uh, sort of thing than like the protein drinks. Uh, I have found exactly one protein bar that I can eat that's even semi-acceptable. Uh, they're called No Cow. Uh, they're like they're non-dairy vegan protein bars. That sounds fucking disgusting. But yeah, it, re yes. regardless, <laughs> protein shakes and bars are the absolute last-ditch effort right. you only have if you can't find real food. Right, exactly. And, that, and that's what I use the Huel for is... Uh, to uh, supplement my thing, uh, like, but w when I do use it, I try to get as much as I can. Like, if if I have a Huel shake, they I don't do uh, one serving; I do two servings, so it's like eight hundred fucking calories. Uh, and supposedly all all the stuff you need for eight hundred calories worth of food, like the fiber and you know protein and vitamins and minerals, and it does have fiber. I can tell you that much because that's how I found out that I wasn't getting enough fiber by far, even with taking like a Metamucil because that shit changed my bathroom habits quite a bit. <laughs> Pretty good way, but uh, it was a surprise. You know I was what like, has wow. all the fiber in the world? What's that? A fucking daily goddamn kale and vegetable smoothie. Ooh. They're terrible. Like, you yeah. just fucking down those things, but I guarantee within 40 minutes of having one of those, your <laughs> intestines are going to be spotless. Yeah, <laughs> this feels pretty good for that. It was horrible for my wife the first couple of days that I drank it because it, it took my uh, body getting used to that kind of fiber. Uh, so I became super duper fucking gassy. I thought at one point my wife was going to fucking, you know, divorce me. She was severely upset about it. I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? Well, go outside. What, it's, you're complaining because I'm farting in the middle of the night. I can't. I'm doing it in my sleep. It's not like I can wake up in the middle of the night and run outside to fart. That's not a realistic demand. I don't know if it would have kept going on. All of a sudden, we would have got a post on the the OG about how you've you've bought this awesome fucking tent from Walmart <laughs> and, you're, and you're using it. You're camping out until you can get your stomach right. Yeah, it was pretty close. Uh, she was she was really upset. She she seemed to think I did it on purpose or something. Almost. So 
But you know, now I'm back to my normal level of flatulence, which by the way isn't great anyways, apparently. You never know how much you fart until you live with a woman. That's why you just keep dogs around so you can blame them. Yeah. <laughs> Our dogs don't have problems with that, strangely enough. Uh you know, I guess they're not big enough to produce that much gas. They are little tiny fuckers. Well, that's why your next dog, you just got to get a bulldog, and then you're fine. I want one of those, actually. I want one of the English bulldogs. I think they're awesome looking. Uh, the only reason we never got one is because when we were looking for a pet was, one, they're really fucking expensive, and two, apparently, they most of them have a lot of health issues, and I don't want to really want to deal with that with a dog. I want a healthy dog, not one I'm, one I'm taking to the vet all the time and worrying about, and the one that dies early because it has fucked up. Uh, and apparently... A lot, almost all the dogs with the like the flat faces have a lot of similar problems like that. I don't know. So my last dog, um, before I got these two, uh, was a French bulldog pug mix. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> she ended up being, God, what, probably 14, 15 years old before she passed. Zero health problems until right at the end. And she ended mm. up getting a brain tumor. Oh. Uh, I'm having to put her down. But other than that, yeah. Fucking healthy as a goddamn horse. Wow. Yeah, because I guess some of them have like breathing problems and such. Uh, but I'd love to get an English bulldog if I was in the financial position to make sure I could take care of it if it had issues and buy one in the first place. Because they're like fucking four or five thousand dollars for like a purebred one. It's ridiculous. This is why you just pay attention to like local rescues and even looking at like Craigslist and shit like that here and there. Like. You're not going to get like a purebred dog, but you're going to find something that looks like what you want anyway. Right. And Project instead of five is... grand, you're going to end up spending, you know, a couple hundred, whatever their fucking rehoming fees are. Right, right. Project Zorgo, a uh, top team, said I wanted an old English bulldog, not an English bulldog. I don't know what the difference is. Is the English, old English bulldog the one that's the, the flat face and like the, the jowls and the wrinkles and shit? Um, I think he just answered. Uh, okay, American the, dog breed recognized by the blah 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 blah. Oh, okay. Well, I still don't know what the difference is, and we, you can't post pictures, so I guess that's not. I'll have to check it out later. Uh, I remember, uh, but I remember Ron White. It was I think telling jokes about his English bulldog. He's he said he liked to like fucking hide M and M's in his uh, wrinkles while he was sleeping, so so that he'd wake up and just have one drop out. It was like a big surprise treat. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, hilarious, giving dogs chocolate. That's son of what? a bitch. Damn, <laughs> Ron have, White. It might not have been I mean, Eminem. It was something like that. It might have been a Skittle. Who knows? Ron White's actually pretty funny. I'm not normally a big fan of like, uh, you know, he was on the Redneck Comedy Tour, and I wasn't a huge fan of that, but of the of people on there, he's definitely the funniest. I'm not sure if you're familiar with his comedy. He's been around fucking forever, I guess. Yeah, I heard a little bit here and there. I've never been a big, a big Ron White fan. Right, right. Um, no, I liked him. I thought he was funny. He talked... <laughs> He, he told a he told a story about getting kicked out of a bar, and I'm not going to tell the entire story joke. But the line he had, yeah, well, you know, he, he about uh, there being five or six uh, bouncers in the bar, and he said, and he said, I don't know how many they would need to kick me out because I'm a big boy, but I know how many they're going to use. <laughs> so and then getting kicked out of the bar and shit, it was a pretty good bit actually. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you have did you have time to actually have any topics uh, between all these ordeals, or do you want to go right to my shit? Well, there's the one thing we absolutely have to talk about. Okay, the what's that, sir? That, the fact that Gilbert Burns tested positive for the COVID. Oh, Jesus! Out of too, UFC 251. 
Oh man, you know, he kind of lucked into the fucking title shot in the first place, so he must be fucking bummed out. He must, but you know who's happy and got his fucking money? Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you think he got, I'm sure he didn't get profit sharing, but they probably uh, handed him a big enough check that he didn't, you know, put up any more fuss about it, huh? He gave him enough to fucking yeah. fly from Miami to Vegas today to get all of it worked <laughs> out. So as long as he and Usman pass their fucking COVID test, they are off to Fight Island. Hmm. Do you think this is like a uh, not rated shot for Mastaball? Do you think the Do you think he should be the next in line? Give in a in a, in a hypothetical situation where all of them were available to fight. Who do you, who do you think should be fighting? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe Burns because he just beat Woodley. Like, I don't really know where Masvidal fits in because yeah. he's never historically beaten, like, the super high-tier, like, championship-type fighters. But look mm -hmm. at some of the guys he's just beaten, right? Like, he kicked the shit out of Cerrone. He fucking ended Ben Askren. And then he beat Diaz. Diaz Those doesn't pretty... impress me. Diaz doesn't impress me, really. Uh, he it didn't seem like a much of fight. It didn't even seem like Nate wanted to fucking be there. Oh yeah, and, and Darren Till, he fucking baptized Till. Huh? Yeah, like, and you know the Cerrone thing. God, see, I mean, you could make arguments against all of that. Uh, Nate's on the wrong side of his career, um, as well as Cerrone and Till. And Till is like fucking kind of still like on the early part of his career, so I don't, don't think he's actually hit his potential yet. So yes, they're all good names, but all of them are fucking you know not really super impressive wins is the way I'm looking at it. Well, then who do you give the, the shot to? Yeah. I mean, I, Gilbert that's... Burns just beat Woodley, but like Woodley looked terrible in that fight. We did a fight companion for that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Woodley looked like he didn't even want to be there. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I guess, I guess, I guess who else do you give it to really? Um, I'd have to look up the actual rankings to uh, see. Well, let's go ahead and do that. Let's see. Do, do, do. UFC. Here. Uh, oh, God damn. Really? This is what MMA World Rankings has this at. So let me load it up. Um, come on, sucker. Load it. And I, what, what I saw just surprised me. Uh, obviously, Usman's number one. Burns was number two. Usman. Usman. Uh, okay, yes. That guy, too. Uh, but they have number three at Colby fucking Covington. Well, I mean, he just fought Usman and had a pretty goddamn good showing. Like, that was a pretty close fight. Yeah, So you yeah. can see why Covington's there. But I think probably the most fun fight you have there is Masvidal. Yeah, you're right, because he's number... They consider him number four here anyways. And holy shit, did they got a, a, a super young picture of him on, on this site. Oh, well, you wouldn't even recognize him. Uh, and then they got Leon Edwards as five, and Woodley. Conor McGregor, McGregor is fucking seven, of all things. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, just fucking stupid is what that right. is. Yeah, Nate is eight, Pettis is nine, Michael Chizia is ten. Yeah, you're right. Fucking who else is he going to fight? Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, so like I, I, you know what, Jorge Masvidal is always talking about like going out there and baptizing dudes and like now looking at his beard and his hair, like this guy might actually be Jesus. <laughs> Think about it. Like he wanted all this money, he didn't get it, and then the guy that stepped in to fight for cheap 
just suddenly got a crazy virus <laughs> and then he's able to step in and get what he wanted in the first place. Yeah. They, they do call him street Jesus. I, from my understand. <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's weird how the uh, fucking rankings and how opportunities work like that. It's not the first time that someone has jumped in on short notice and took, uh, uh, advantage of his opportunity, so to speak. Well, think of how crazy this one is. This is a fight in six days. Yeah. A championship I'm, fight in six days. Yeah. And they're I'm, not even going to be able to fly out until those tests come back, which I yep. think the earliest they could come back is like tomorrow or possibly Tuesday. Right, right. Like so they're going to get there and that's a long ass fucking flight. So even if it gets back, you know, tomorrow, even if they fly out, they're really not there till Tuesday. Need to get acclimated and by that time they're already having to start their weight cut. Like this yeah, is kind and, of a shitty week for both of them. Yeah, and it's a shitty place to get acclimated to. I keep on seeing UFC things where they're building the fucking ring on the beach. I mean, I realize we talked about that. That's probably just like a uh, photo op where they might do some of their open workouts or some shit like that. But their UFC is sure as fuck acting like that's where the fights are going to happen. No, they're not. So there was a, a couple tweets that came out. I think it might have been from Dana or the UFC account. I don't remember which. Uh, but they started highlighting like a lot of the construction and shit that was going on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so this actual stadium that they're using, well, it's not even really much of a stadium. It's pretty much just kind of like this almost kind of, it almost looks like an air airplane hangar almost. If you think oh. about like one of those would look like. Yeah. And then they're just kind of building it almost like the, the apex. So the place where they've been having the fights in the UFC basement. It's almost kind of like that. Obviously not a place for a bunch of seating. So there's not going to be, you know, tons of fans there. Really just you're in your cage, all your cameras and all the infrastructure you need there. Oh, apparently I misspoke. It should be street Judas, not street Jesus. Thank you. Project Zergo. Um, no, he's, he's <coughs> just calling him Judas. It, it was street Jesus. Oh, well, let's see. It shows what I know. Uh, now the only really important question I have about the entire setup over there is, is it air conditioned? Oh, I guarantee you it has to be. There's no way that you're having those fights in a hundred and some degree weather. They did it before. Yeah, and it was the worst card of all time. Yeah, do you think they learned your lessons or not going to try to pull that shit again? I fucking hope so. Yeah, I, that, I don't know I'm, how I'm... much was the fucking weather, but like, <laughs> yeah, that fight card sucked. And it was capped off by the absolute worst championship fight of all time. Anderson Silva versus Damian Maya. <laughs> yeah. That sucks some ass. And it's, it's hard to say that about an Anderson Silva fight. He was like the king as I was getting into uh, MMA. So he was that unbeatable guy that just made everybody else look fucking silly. Um, and of course, he'd had a couple weird fights before that point, but not nothing like that fucking stinker. Yeah, that was just... It was, it was god-awful. Yep. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, no kidding, man. Oh, let's see. What else you got, sir? Um, in non-MMA news, did you cover this yesterday that, that Joey Chestnut won the hot dog eating contest again? No, 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 I did not. I thought I saw, oh, someone else, uh, I thought, I thought I saw a woman make a world record there. Is there a women's division? They don't uh, compete against the men? I have no clue. Yeah, but, but I saw he, he also. Out, he won again. Did, I think he broke a record too. Didn't he eat like 75 fucking hot dogs? Yep, 75. Broke his, his own record of 74 back in 2018. Oh, well, last year was an off year for him, huh? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened last year. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Jesus, man. I don't... First off, it's the silliest fucking sport in the world. Competitive eating. That's, that's just ridiculous. Uh, two, how the fuck do they do that? I mean, we, we just had a conversation about my lack of eating abilities, so these people seem like fucking freaks to me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, I would never actually watch a speeding speed eating competition however if you ever want to go on a youtube hole pull up matt stoney another competitive eater and he just eats some ridiculous shit have you ever seen the uh chinese or japanese chick that does this shit no oh and she eats ridiculous she eats amounts that put these people to fucking shame apparently she's got this weird stomach condition where she's always hungry and she's real thin so i'm 90 percent certain she's puking all this oh, shit up uh, well you're talking yeah you're talking the one that uh somebody did a thread on on the og yep yep um, uh, although i've seen her she just that. she just eats for a long time period right she right. Like, doesn't stop whereas stoney does the crazy shit where he'll just like slam five large pizzas Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. She says she doesn't do competitive eating because she's not a fast eater. She just eats for long periods of time and then just uses, you know, video photography to speed it up so we don't get bored watching her eat fucking chicken for two hours. Yeah, I would rather watch Stoney go for like 10 or 15 minutes and, like I said, eat five pizzas or a hundred Eggo waffles or a gallon of Jello. Oh. Or 350 packs of Pop Rocks. Do people like that just like wander the country looking for those all-you-can-eat contests at different restaurants to wreck their fucking night? <laughs> yeah, you I see, mean, you know, yeah, it'd be a little ridiculous. Yeah, so like the stuff that Man vs. Food used to do. Yeah, like if you can eat just 42 ounce steak, like you don't have to pay it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be funny. Yeah, you can eat this forty-two ounce steak plus two pounds of potatoes plus three pounds of coleslaw. You get you get it for free. And this guy whips out in ten minutes and goes, "Well, can I get another one?" Yeah, and the Shit. crazy thing is, like, and like the stony kid, he's just like these the skinny little dude. It's crazy. I wonder, I wonder if he barely eats other than these challenges, or if he's puking that shit up. Because obviously, it's one of the two. Well, I mean, I'm sure half the time he's probably puking after this anyway, just as any normal human would. Right. But right. other than that, I'm sure he just stays in shape and otherwise eats normally. Yeah. Oh, well, like I said, one of those things that I can't imagine why people would want to watch it. It's just fucking silly. Um, speaking of watch, thing. speaking of watching shit, I know you had a busy day yesterday, but this broke early in the morning. Hold on a second. I put my little dog down. See, that's why I don't have you on the lap. Because then you get all impatient and rustling around and be petted. Go on. Um, did you see that uh, video where the uh, car hit the protesters? Yeah, I saw that. Okay, uh, we I spoke about it with uh, Sly last night. But if you want to cover it some more, I had you know I'd love to hear your opinion on it. It's fucked up because that person had to go around where they had blocked that road off mm -hmm. to even do that. So like this was it, yeah like I just don't know who does something like that. Okay, and yeah, we and we talked about this uh, yesterday. It might not have been a a choice sort of thing. Uh, there is a curve on that road, and if he was going seventy, comes around that curve, those car vehicles didn't have any lights on them or anything like that. Uh, so it's dark; it's hard to see. Anyways, he spots the cars, and he's going seventy miles an hour, and decides he cannot stop before he hits those cars. 
And so he just tried to go around them. Then as he goes around them, he sees the people standing there. And to give him credit, he tried to avoid hitting them by swerving to the left. He, he starts to drift his vehicle. He almost loses control and then hits two more people that are in his way. Um, obviously, we don't know the, what his motivations or things like that were. But to me, it looked pretty fucking accidental. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily buy that, but I like there's nothing that shows everything that was going on. Regardless, it sucks. And so one of those person, one of those people ended up dying. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a thing that was happened yesterday. I think that happened overnight. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, like there's also the thing of why are you blocking a road at night? Yeah, and this is one of the things we we talked about. It turns out that they've been blocking. I think not the same spot, but freeways for the last 19 nights in a row at night so why do it at night so if you want to do your little protest and everything and you want you know you want eyes on it and everything else do it in the middle of the fucking day find a place that's not going to like fuck up emergency vehicles like do your thing like at night you're kind of asking for trouble right Right. Well, and this is what a few times you and I have pretty strongly disagreed about something because I think there's no a reason for them to be out in the road. Yes, I can understand that they're trying to get eyes on their protest, but that's no excuse for blocking public throughways. They have no right to be there. They have no right to risk their own lives and force other people to, you know, to possibly, you know, risk their life. Um, it's just, I just don't think it's right. I think, I think they should find some other way to show their protesting. Uh, but in, as I mentioned the slide yesterday, the person who is responsible for this, I think is whoever, didn't let the police stop this fucking 19 fucking nights ago. So I assume the mayor, as far as I'm concerned, the mayor is fucking the one who's guilty of those people dying. Yeah. There's a lot of people at fault there. People yeah. at fault for letting it continually happen. It's, there's people at fault for doing this at night, which is super unsafe to begin mm-hmm. with. There's the person that actually ran over people. Like, yeah, there's plenty of blame to go around. Right. See, and and like I said, this is all a, if it's, this is how it worked out. But if it was a case of, you know, him coming around a corner and not being able to stop in time and all this stuff. So he honestly did his best to try to not cause an accident and hit people. He is the least at fault of all these guys. Uh, the only thing I, the only way he, I can consider him at fault is if that he saw the vehicles in time and was able to at least slow down. Cause he took that at fucking speed. Um, um, but if he and had not, the ability to at least to the, to the chat, just real quick, nonsense password. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's talking about Seattle. Yeah. And if he did have the ability, if he did see that, uh, vehicles and decided to take that thing at speed, that makes him at least partially responsible. Cause that, that would be fucking irresponsible at the very least. Even if you knew there was no cars, I mean, knew there was no people behind that. You, you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to shoot that gap at fucking 70, which is pretty much what he did. That's kind of what makes me think that it was completely accidental. Cause you know, if you're just going to go around the vehicles safely, you're not going to do that. Um, and then, and if he would have been going at a slower speed, going more safely, he probably would have seen those people, uh, way before in time to stop. So that's why all my hypothesis based around him, not seeing the vehicles until it was almost too late. Either that or he's just a piece of shit and he was fully aware of what he was doing. Yeah, it, oh, it, if that that's too. the case. Yeah, it could be that too. I don't know his motivations and you know, a lot of this will play out in the trial, really, because uh, he's already been arrested and charged with shit, I think. So, um, yeah. Speaking I mean, of trials, mm-hmm. did you hear the latest on Bill Cosby? 
No, is there even more? What else could happen? He's already in jail for the rest of his life. Well, he's been granted an appeal, and and part of what they're trying to argue now is that systemic racism is one of the reasons that he apparently raped a bunch of people. Oh, well, I think the only way that it really works is if there are only white people. That way he could claim he was trying to get reparations. Yeah, it's actually more so they're trying to say like systemic racism is how he like doesn't get a fair trial and all this oh. shit. Really, he's just a piece of garbage and he just kind of at this point needs to just not be living anymore. Uh, well, as we've spoke about this before, too. He's like 140. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Cosby is one of the greatest disappointments in my entire life. But we talked about that before. Um, yeah, your hero uh, dad was a was a serial rapist. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. That makes me so unhappy. But yeah, at yeah, this point, a... just give it up, Cosby. You're going to be in there for the rest of your life. Even if you fucking if they give you an appeal, you'll probably be dead before all the fucking legal proceedings are over. Uh, so I, I assume they're going to try and get him released while all this happens. So, you know, I'm sure they'll try, but it's not going to happen. That's not no, how appeals not. work. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's unlikely he'll ever see the freedom again. And as much as I hate to say it, that's probably good. Yeah, he he should not be in public. Well, it's not like he's really going to be raping anybody anymore. You've seen that guy right. get around now. He is, like I said, a hundred and fucking forty. So, yeah, and, and I honestly, the the fucking trial and shit aged that motherfucker. I know someone who met him just before, like all this shit started, and you know, in an airport and took pictures and shit. And he looked Cosby looked fucking great then. You know, looked like he aged fifty years over the course of the trial. Yeah, the stress of going to prison for the rest of your life will do that to you. <laughs> Imagine that. So oh, speaking shit. of people that have overstayed their welcome, mm-hmm. did you hear the uh, results of the election in Russia this past week? No, uh, I didn't. I didn't really realize there was a uh, election. I had heard things that Putin was trying to put stuff in place to allow him to be like prime minister for a lot longer than what he's supposed to. But other than that, I don't, do not know what's going on. Yeah. So they had a week long vote. And of course, you know, everything he supported won. Oh Big my. surprise there. Mm-hmm. But they included, you know, his ability to seek two more terms as president. Oh, good. Um, so they, they, he's just changed their constitution to do that. Um, mm. Other things that are in there. All former presidents will now also have immunity from any prosecution. (laughs) Oh, shit. Really? He slipped that in on them, huh? Slipped that one in. They also slipped in the whole uh, defining marriage as a union of man and woman. No gay marriage in Russia. The rest of the world, I think, is at the point where it's fine. Uh, It's a big no in Russia. I feel so bad for the Russian people. The, the head of housekeeping at my work is Russian. Uh, at one point, it was him, his Russian mom, and his Ru- half-Russian son. Oh, actually, completely Russian son, but his son was basically born in America. Uh, they were the entire housekeeping department. And uh, Dimitri, that's, a, that's the dude's name. He's a good dude. You know? uh, Russians are really interesting people. Um, yeah, they have a very unique perspective on the world. Uh, there are certain things I know about Russians is they'll break whatever fucking rule that they, that they feel like breaking. Um, I, you know, Dimitri, Dimitri gets away with whatever the fuck he wants to do. Cause he does an excellent job. Uh, 
and his bosses love him. He's been, he's been there even longer than me. So probably like 20 years or 25 years. And when I say he's head of housekeeping, he, he has other people do most of the cleaning. Mostly, although he does some, a big part of his job is moving around tables and setting shit up for parties and things like that. Uh, which you wouldn't think would be a housekeeping thing, but he's fucking very invaluable at it. You, you see, dude, he'll fucking, some of these tables are goddamn big and he, he lugs them around fucking all day back and forth to spots. Uh, but he'll also fucking go in whatever entrance he feels like going in, not the employee entrance, uh, take like an hour long break. If he feels like taking a fucking hour long break <laughs> and, and just various, very Russian things. Well, it's because in Russia break takes you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one, once again, really good worker and a great guy. Uh, it feel, it makes me feel bad that Russia is such a fucked up place. Um, I'm assuming for most people, it's not a great place to live. Um, <clears throat> That's that, Dimitri, from virtually every Russian I've talked to is like Russia is an absolute shithole and like the people have no say in virtually anything like I have a, a friend at work uh, one of the developers uh, his name's Boris which is funny because I think we covered 80% of Russian names with your Dimitri and my Boris <laughs> but uh, yeah he has nothing good to say about Russia either he came he came over I think when he was like Right around like twenty, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I can I can see that. Oh, and Dimitri's son's name is Slavov, which is as about as goddamn Russian as you can get, really. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. At one point, when I first started working there, they had a, a, a another Russian guy that wasn't related to him, probably friends with him that they met through like being Russian or some shit like that. Uh, and I bring him up because. All of these people had what you would consider fucking good jobs in Russia. Uh, Dimitri was an EMT. Uh, his mom was a, uh, a teacher. Uh, Ian was a fucking Air Force colonel. Uh, and all of them quit their fucking jobs in Russia and moved to America to like fucking scrub toilets and shit. That tells you how shitty Russia is. Yeah, Russia's not a good place to to be. Yeah, so... Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a big-ass country. And Do yes, I, Homelander... I, by being Russian, didn't you know that they have little clubs and get-togethers? Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. <laughs> not, not just, you know, because it's not like they walked down the street and saw each other and go, you Russian? Yes. Are you Russian? Yes. Oh, friend! No, I, meant, I meant they probably, because, you know, they both have families here and stuff. There's, the Russian community can't be super big in fucking Detroit area. Yeah, I wouldn't know. It's <laughs> yeah, probably not. All right, well, we covered that. Uh, uh, one more thing. I got one more thing. If you want, if you want, and if you're out of shit, God, I can't talk to that. I have, I can obviously go an hour every, yes. every day, unless I'm in the hospital. So <laughs> you feel okay, free I'll, though. What you got, Jay? Is Hong Kong just fucked now, dude? Yeah, pretty much. That's just amazing. Uh, for those who don't follow the news, uh, apparently China passed a whole bunch of new laws, allowing them to do whatever the fuck they want to do with Hong Kong. Uh, before that, they had limited power there because of agreements between, you know, because uh, at one point the British owned that shit. And when they gave it back to China, apparently there was agreements set up to let uh, Hong Kong at least control itself a little bit, you know, um, but uh, which is why you're seeing the protests go on because China didn't really have the authority to go in and crack down uh, like they'd wanted to. Well, now they do have the authority. They, they passed a whole bunch of laws saying that Hong Kong doesn't have any basically, you know, thing to say about shit and it's all china now i realize there's better ways to word that but you guys know what i mean uh i mean shit dude there's democracy down there is that it 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think, you know, other things going on, I know, and I don't know if it's just England, but I'm sure there's a big, going to be a bunch of countries there. Um, they're getting rid of extradition uh, treaties with Hong Kong. Mm. So at least if anybody gets out of that fucking place, like China can't pull them back. Mm. <clears throat> oh, that's good. Um, but yeah, went- other than that, it's it's completely fucked. Like the videos out of there are are fucking terrible. I haven't watched anything in the past day or two. I was kind of afraid to check that shit out. So yeah, it was immediate, huh? Well, I mean, it was bad to start out with before they even passed all those laws. Like you would have protesters and like that that Chinese police force gave no fucks. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, surprisingly enough, for a country with such a humane uh, reputation, uh, China is kind of shitty to their own citizens. Oh, did you see the big bust of China trying to export human hair? Export? Oh, that's just gross. Hair is such yeah, a weird so thing. Yeah, so there was a bunch. There was like 60 tons or some ridiculous amount um, that ended up being seized where they were sending like wigs and extensions and things like that that contained human hair that apparently come from like, you know, prison camps and shit like that. Oh, snap. Um, that's fucked up, dude. Hair is such a weird thing. I can touch a hair on my, on my wife's head and then not bother me at all. But if you get that shit wet and put it on and put it at the bottom of the fucking tub, it's like the most disgusting thing fucking ever. I swear to God, I think you could probably rob a bank with like a spoon covered in wet hair. Give me all your fucking money. Oh, sure. Here, dude, just get that shit away from me. You are such a fucking woman, Jay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it is, it is weird how it is gross when it gets wet and it's not attached to somebody now. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily, I'm not squeamish about that. <laughs> well, we got like two minutes. You want to go ahead and call it a show, sir? Well, we've got two minutes, so we got to we gotta do something here. Oh, Tell us okay. something, Jay. What's going on? Uh, not much. Uh, tomorrow are, are you about rest- to just reach your breaking point on anybody at work for folding receipts? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, I, that problem actually got fixed. I was surprised. Uh, uh you know, um, I, I spoke with her boss, which was like my bro. So I, I knew he'd say something to her, but he also said she might not fucking listen to me either. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's great. You're a great boss. I, I wish I worked for you. That'd be a lot. That's the attitude I'd like if I, for my bosses. But on your side, that's kind of sucks. Uh, but apparently she didn't listen because like the next, the very, ne- the very next day, it looked like her uh, chits were folded, but I didn't mess with them because uh, it was shift change. She turned them in late. So someone else, it was someone else's problem. And the day after that, when she turned them in, they were, they weren't folded at all. So I win. Yay. Wow. The, the, the small things, right, Jay? It is. And dude, and it bothered me way more than it should. Cause it was a really simple request. And I, the, and the reason it upset me is because I knew that every fucking day when she turned in her uh, chits, it was going to bum me out and make me upset. Cause you know, that's basically feel I at this point, I feel like she's like basically giving me the middle finger every time she turns in her chits. And I don't like that feeling. I don't want to be upset about that kind of shit. I like being mellow and happy with everybody. So I was really, really happy when she just fucking, you know, uh, turned in her chits without fucking folding that shit. Receipts, I guess. All right. I'm sorry. I can't, I forgot you guys, uh, aren't into the culture, country club culture. Well, that did two minutes right there. Motherfucker. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I want to thank the OG army for showing up. We can't do the show without you. I saw a couple new faces. Hopefully we'll see you again. 
Um, I want to thank my co-host Dalton. Stop getting in fucking car accidents, dude. Uh. Yeah, I think I've been in three car accidents my entire life. I've not and... been at fault in any of them, mm-hmm. but this one pissed me off worse than any other one. Oh, I can't imagine. Uh, you got anything left, sir? Um, yeah, as usual, got a couple things. Number one, um, we are coming up on Fight Island. It is the week. Hopefully, Masvidal and Usman pass their test so they can get flown out to fucking Abu Dhabi. And with that being said, we will be doing a fight companion. And Jay's going to stay on as long as he can stay awake. <laughs> I will I will show up for the normal time and see if I can't stay over a little bit. We shall see how it yeah. works out. So we're going to do that shit. It's going to be on Saturday, so y'all better be here. Because I am not talking by myself for fucking 12 hours. That's just too goddamn much. <laughs> oh, don't exaggerate. It's only going to be six or seven. That's a good point. Still, I'm not going to be just sitting here talking by myself for six or seven hours. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking rough. Eight people. <laughs> what else you got, sir? Um, other than that, I think really the only thing left to say is fuck all y'all. <laughs> Everyone have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 6. Bye-bye. Screw you, hippie!